we begin the second hour of Off the Beaten Path. I'm your host, Steve Elkins, and today's date is December 17th, 2023. In the second hour here, we start, and I'm going to give you some information before we jump back into the news here. Uh, before I forget that uh, the Tex Mars book, Project L-U-C-I-D, was one, and this is the, the John Stab Miller book drive here. Linda Christensen, Linda Christensen, you won the book from Tex Mars. And uh, make sure you give Sam a call tonight or give uh, Julia a call in the morning at uh, 512-248-8252 and claim your book. Uh, next week's book is uh, The Antichrist in a Cup of Tea by Tim Cohen. It was actually signed by the author to John. So that's a kind of a nice little plus to have an autographed book to John in his, from his collection there. The Antichrist in a Cup of Tea by Tim Cohen. So that's next week's book. I'll announce that next Sunday. Actually, women. No, there's no show next Sunday. I'm off next Sunday. Sorry. Uh, somebody else in the week will have to announce it then, Sam. All right, let's let's uh, let's get back to the news here. Um, we all saw it. We all were probably in shock or dismayed and maybe laughed a little bit. I, I certainly did watching the Hunter Biden press conference. I, <laughs> I was like, okay, you can't be serious. Of course, he finished it. Uh, he did not attend the House Ways and Means Committee. He was subpoenaed to show up and answer questions and testify. He decided to decline, and of course, AOC, well, he, he fulfilled his obligation. He, he testified. No, he didn't testify before the House Ways and Means Committee. He is in contempt. Now, let's see what happens if they will find him in contempt, or if they do not, it will prove my point that we do have a double standard standard in our system here. Let's see what happens. I, I think they should charge him with contempt. We saw all the Trumps show up for their depositions. All the Trumps showed up. They may have not liked it, but they did not defy the subpoena. They came and showed up and testified. Hunter Biden, just like Joe, walks away from questions. We have questions. Uh, no, no, I don't have to answer anything. I don't have to. I'm above the, I'm above the law. I can do whatever I want to do. So well, let's see what happens next week with the contempt charges. It'll happen or not. We'll see. We'll find out. But I had to laugh. I mean, it was, you know, playing the victim card right off the bat. Just right off the bat. Just let's play victim here. Poor, pitiful me. I was a drug addict. The, the Republicans teased me and made fun of me and in my drug addiction and my rehabilitation and rehab. They made fun of me. Yeah, I, I, I do believe we all made fun of you. Yeah, we made fun of you. No, we called you out as a drug addict. We saw the footage on the laptop from hell. We saw you stone, stoned and drunk and everything else high and smoking a smoking crack and naked and whores and everything else. We, we know who you are. No, stop playing the victim. Oh, you're going to claim that the drugs made you behave this way and that you're not accountable for your actions because you were under the influence. Well, that's a great, that's a great strategy, just like the one you're using right now to get off the gun charges and saying that is your constitutional. It is unconstitutional to go after him because, you know, it's the Second Amendment, man. I have the right to own a firearm. Not when you're a felon. Not when you are drug addict. Don't forget, this guy was kicked out of the Navy for, for drugs. Uh, twice testing positive for cocaine. Didn't do any jail time. Didn't uh, get kicked out. I, as far as I know, he got probably a dis an honorable discharge. All I know, he was booted out. But I'm willing to bet if you go back and try to find the discharge, it will not be a dishonorable. It'll be something soft. 
or they just flat out said, you know, he's out of here and who cares? Let's, you know, he's got a father and politics. We don't want to do this. We remember George W. Bush, how he got out of his trouble, father being in the CIA, the head of the CIA. So we're kind of the same situation, you know. He served 40 years in the, in the Senate, so, well, we can't make his boy look bad. So, you know, they give him a, a little special, special kid gloves trip me here and uh, he gets booted out all right but he doesn't get the discharge he does deserve first of all he should have been charged and then thrown in jail i know people when i was in the military who got caught with drugs in their room and a handgun in their room and they went to leavenworth they went to leavenworth for many years i don't know how many years but they went to leavenworth people in my flight screwed up screwed up drugs and guns got in trouble leavenworth so, you know, starting off as uh, I'm a good father and they're going attacking me and my family and my reputation, my good reputation. You don't have a good reputation, okay? We, we saw it, the videos. And uh, being on 12-plus boards, that, that was a new one for me. 12-plus boards. We know about Barisma Holdings, but I didn't know about any, of the, any other boards he's on. Uh, well, there's something else we should look into. How many boards were you on? Well, that's a good in. You know, let's find out what you were paid on each one of those board positions. My law degree, well, that's that's laughable, my law degree. He was about as smart as um, George W. Bush. Of course, you know, he got in under the legacy program in, in, in uh, Yale, I believe it was Yale. But uh, Bill Clinton not written a letter to the college itself, he wouldn't have got into the, the Ivy League school that he did. So, uh, now don't claim that you got there on your own credentials and your own hard work. No. Royalty, political royalty got you in that position, and evidently you weren't a very good lawyer because you would have practiced. But uh, instead, you went on to the other side. Isn't that funny? You go into law to take down the bad guys, and you end up not going into law and become a bad guy. I think that's kind of ironic. You become a bad guy. Victim of drugs. Drugs made me do it. I don't know. We'll see what happens. Uh, it's quite embarrassing. And the father thing and the, and the child, he refuses to accept. Now he does accept it because, well, he has to. The mainstream media actually couldn't get out of this one here. You, you fathered a child, and now you neglecting that child. You don't pay for the child. You claim bankruptcy, and you don't have any money. But we know you have lots of money. We know about these deals. We know about these deals. You're not paying your taxes, you know. You can't, you can't beat these people, man. You, you, you got to pay your taxes. And you didn't pay your taxes, so we're going after you. We'll see what happens. Next week will be interesting. Contempt or no contempt. Let's see what happens. And not only contempt. I mean, heck, I threw Stephen K. Banyan in jail for, for not uh, complying with the subpoena to the House Ways and Means Committee. So I would expect the same for, for Hunter Biden. Contempt, and you go to jail. And you get bailed out, as usual. And uh, then you better show up next time. Or you go back to jail. But uh, he's going to play a, a different angle here. I don't know what what he has up his sleeve here. But uh, I don't see him answering any questions before any committees. Because I don't think he can answer them. I don't think he logically you can logically put a case together before these people that are interrogating you on the evidence they have. I don't think you can get yourself out of this trap. I think you can just get yourself deeper and deeper in the hole which means he would basically go in there and just say, I plead the fifth, I plead the fifth, I plead the fifth, I plead the fifth. And that's all he would end up doing, which is if you could answer the question and make these people go away, wouldn't he just want to answer the question? Answer the question. 
Simple. You, you're not a criminal. You're, you say you're honest. You're not a criminal. Answer this easy question. And if you take the fifth, to me, that tells me, yes, you were guilty of that crime. But uh, we'll see what happens here. We'll see what happens. You know, uh, laugh of the day, like I said, the Hunter Biden federal gun charge, uh, his defense is it's unconstitutional. Hunter cites the Second Amendment in request to dismiss the gun charges against him. You fraudulently filled out a gun application. That's a fact. If I did that, I'm in trouble. I'm in serious trouble if I falsified a document and bought a firearm. But it also shows you that maybe what we have in place doesn't quite work either. And I'm all for screening, background screening on, on people to make sure that we have the people that should get a firearm get a firearm and people who don't should not get a firearm. But uh, the evidently the gun, not the gun, but the, um, the drug charge in the Navy evidently went nowhere other than stayed in the, the military ranks, which it shouldn't have. It should have actually gone to the civilian because it, it just flat out they should, they should share information on something like drug abuse and gun charges and things like that, that should also be shared in a database. And then he should have been flagged right off the bat. As soon as he filled his paperwork out, they put it through the scanner. There should have been something that kicked it back and said, denied gun, uh, uh, cocaine charge, so-and-so here. That's, that's how it should all work in reality if you had a good system in place. But evidently, we don't have a good system in place. I got a question for you. I got a question for you. Has the American dream changed? Is it being eliminated? What do you think? I'm looking at um, Hollywood. I'm looking at politicians. I'm looking at a lot of different people that you place faith in, lacking morals, lacking ethics. People looking at people like Klaus Schwab and the World Economic Forum, his little speech, you'll own nothing and be happy about it. Are people accepting of that? Are they okay with being socialist? being taken care of. Are they okay with that? Are they just going to give up, essentially give up wanting possessions? We're not going to have that keeping up with the Joneses anymore, which I never liked anyway. Keeping up with the Joneses always got you in financial trouble, didn't I? Got to have the best of everything. They got this, I got to get something better and better and better. Next thing you know, I'm, geez, I, I'm in trouble. I'm in financial trouble here. Hey, my credit score has gone down to 300. <laughs> Wonder why keeping up with the Joneses. You know, eliminating the drive to, to earn, to spend, to get what you want out of life. Are we just going to toss that all away and give it all away and say, you know what? I don't mind staying home and getting a paycheck and somebody taking care of me and maybe, you know, taking care of all these needs. But there's a catch. There's always a catch. You got to give them something back. You have to give them your loyalty. And you have to give them the vote. Among other things, those are two things you definitely have to give them. In order to keep getting these stipends, you're going to have to give them something back, which keeps them in power forever and ever and ever, which is why they want all these illegals coming in this country to make them citizens, give them this and that, this and that, loyalty, Vote for us. We stay in business. We stay in, we stay in office forever. Forever and ever and ever. Can't have that happening. I like uh, the very I, I like the idea what Donald Trump says when he gets in. The first thing he's going to do is massive deportation. 
I think that's a that's a definitely must. Maybe that's why we're talking. They're talking about he's going to call on the military. He's going to call on the military, and uh, that's probably a good move. You're probably going to have to activate uh, a lot of military national guard. That's what they're for. They're anywhere. They're they're there for a reason, not just to do weekend warrior stuff and play little games and and never be utilized. This is a good opportunity now to actually use these these soldiers, these national guard, these weekend warriors to do something good for the money we've been paying them all along. So uh, we do a roundup, and we uh, we go strike out the corporations that actually hire them a ten thousand dollar fine for every employee that is not a citizen. You know, we have all these tracking ways. We have social security numbers. Type a social security number. You type my social security number in this their little system, and it pulls up a picture of me. It pulls up a record of me. Everything they can pull up, they can pull up on me and see a picture of me. Well, geez, Steve does. Uh, Steve's got quite a tan there now. Wow, he looks totally different. He actually looks kind of Hispanic. So all these people that have these these uh, stolen social security numbers can be found out very, very fast. This is something that's so easy to fix, but it's something they don't want to fix. They want these people to be made citizens at some point in time for the political gain that they'll receive from having all these illegal people. And uh, I can tell you right now, I know a lot of Hispanic people, Mexican people, that don't like illegal Mexicans coming into this country. They don't like it. They, they came here legally. They're natural. And uh, they don't like the idea of somebody coming in, you know, skirting past the rule of law and then getting special treatment and getting money and this and that catered to while they came through the right channels and did it the right way. You might have actually a race war between the Latinos themselves. They may, they may be a Mexican against Mexi- Mexican type situation war because of, uh, of this uh, specialized where we're going to cater to these people coming in the country. It's possible. It's quite possible. Speaking of one thing before I get into uh, get into uh, the calls here, call coming in right now. I want to mention uh, something that really took me off and really took me back. It was actually quite quite creepy and scary to think about it. There's a new movie coming out. I believe it's April in 2024. Uh, it is quite disturbing. It's called Civil War. And everything we've talked about here on this network about having a civil war with pretty much the MAGA people against the progressive left, the crazy, the, the BLMs, the Antifa type people. We uh, going at each other here, separate country here, and we're going after each other. We have pretty much a divided nation. Except this uh, premise of this movie is two states, California and Texas, that have defi- decided to defy the federal government. And the federal government has declared war on the citizens of Texas and California. It's amazing. Uh, Jets flying over, carpet bombing. Um, It is amazing to watch a little bit of this, the trailer of it. It's on YouTube. It's kind of scary. I don't know if this could be real. I don't know if there were were being uh, given a clue to what may be coming in the future. I don't know. I would think more than two states would be fighting the government. If this were to happen, uh, but uh, it's, it's pretty scary to watch. It really is. My wife says we're not going to go see that, and I said, "Well, yeah, I guess we probably won't." But uh, just the idea that somebody created the idea, had the idea, and said, "You know what? Let's have a civil war in this country. It's divided already. Let's, let's see if we can make something out of this. It may be something. It may be nothing. I don't know. 
So I don't know. Again, Civil War. It's going to be released on April in 2024. Let's go to our first caller tonight, James in Vancouver. Welcome, James. Uh, yes, good evening. Uh, I had the uh, pleasure, of, well, the uh, fortunate uh, luck of uh, going to school with one of the top uh, computer analysts in North America. Mm-hmm. And um, the deal behind the Gates and the Jobs thing was they all got it from Xerox. And some of it was OS2 from uh, from IBM. And, mm-hmm. and that's where they got their technology. They didn't invent that stuff. Yeah, And um, a lot of people don't know that. Now, the question you got to ask is, well, why did Jobs and Gates get preferential treatment? That might be one question that's true. worth asking. But, yeah, yeah. Um, so there, there is... Uh, there's a there's a plethora of backstabbing that went on in that Palo Alto thing since um, the guys uh, checked out of uh, Bell Labs in New York, got on the bus, went right to oh, uh, went right to well San Francisco Bay Area, and mm-hmm. left. You see, they they got angry at Bell Labs, and that's how it started. That was about 1968. I forget the guy's name. But he took all his PhDs on <laughs> uh, mass, all at once. They all walked out of Bell Labs and they went right to mm-hmm. California. This is yeah. what started it. So, um, well, I'll tell you what, James. I, I'm just I'm just amazed that so many people are not identifying that Bill Gates has been given all this uh, leeway to do what he wants to to do this and this and this, and nobody seems to say, "Wait a minute, what, what, what are your credentials again?" Oh, uh, yeah, well, I, yeah. you know, software, software. Yeah. Uh, no. But you're yeah, in public health mean, policy and vaccines. Yeah. No, he doesn't. And then he you got mosquitoes being released in yeah. messenger yeah. RNA. And you're, it's just amazing. Nobody's, nobody's really opening up that can of worms and saying, how now did you get this position? <laughs> well, I can tell you, Central Intelligence Agency, I think mom, mom and the family are, uh, embedded as like the Bush family. It's the same damn thing, right? Yeah. Well, you know, James, you know, out here, out here is kind of strange because you know that we know that they're going after our protein sources. We know they're going after yeah. the livestock. At, at some point in time, you know, they're talking global warming, the you know, the cows and the flatulence and all that stuff. We have yeah. to get rid of these things. And at some point in time, just like they're pushing you in the agenda of buying an electric vehicle, which nobody can afford, by the way, uh, but they're right. pushing that agenda, and then they're pushing the food agenda. So I'm I'm starting right. to wonder why, when I'm driving around in my area in Central Florida, we have new new steakhouses coming in, new steakhouses coming in. Right. I don't. I quite understand. Don't you guys understand what's going on? They want to phase out the cow. The cow goes. Yep. Yep. James, stay with me. We'll come right back to you. Stay with me. We'll come right back. All right. All
Do you truly want to stay out of the system? Are you prepared to buy into the biggest scam since the Iraqi dinar? If not, then put your money where it belongs, in your possession, not in the hands of an international MLM cartel. At Kettle Moraine Limited, we will provide you with the finest Swiss-minted detachable gram sheets of pure 24-karat gold for hundreds of dollars less than the so-called privately issued credit cards with elusive gold backing. Gold backing... The only gold that I want is in my back pocket, not backed by promises of an operation even the U.S. Chamber of Commerce is suspect of, giving a rating of C-. To get the full story, visit SierraMadrePreciousMetals.com and go to the Valcombi Bullion Vault. Once you have read the whole story about the scam being perpetrated on an unsuspecting public and how you can avoid being a victim by purchasing these beautiful, barterable, tradable sheets of gold at tremendous savings and in the strictest of privacy, be prepared to take the steps to protect your wealth with the purchase of the real deal. Detachable 50-gram gold bars from Kettle Moraine Limited by calling 602-799-8214. Ask about our one-ounce Valcombi detachable bars, which break into one-tenth ounce bars. And don't forget, for all of your precious metal needs, whether buying or having the need to sell, call Kettle Moraine Limited. Remember, no dinar, no celery, and no carrots. If you buy from someone else... Tell them you want AU, not BS. Call Kettle Moraine LTD today at 602-799-8214. Kettle Moraine LTD, 602-799-8214. Are you one of the millions of people who feel like there is a dark cloud hanging over their heads whenever they're using pharmaceutical drugs? For some, the short-term relief can turn into an opioid addiction nightmare. Have you ever wondered why CBD oil is a billion-dollar industry? It's because it works better than opioids and is actually healthy for you. However, CBD oil is stripped of all other helpful compounds found in the hemp plant. According to neuroscientists, the whole hemp plant, otherwise known as hemp paste, is even more effective than the chemically processed CBD oil. Are you ready to take back your health? You can try hemp paste for the price of a cup of coffee. Hemppaste.com slash RBN. Free shipping on orders over $50. See the banners for Hemp Paste at republicbroadcasting.org and visit hemppaste.com slash RBN. that in my uh, area here in Central Florida, we have new wings, new chicken places, new rib places, 
a new steak and ale house are coming in, and I'm trying to figure these guys aren't. They don't see what we're seeing. They don't hear what we're hearing. But uh, there's going to be an elimination of uh, these proteins of beef and uh, fowl and turkey and chicken. And I assume at some point they'll go after the fish, saying the fish are just full of mercury, so I'll have to shut that off. Trying to stop you from even fishing on your own lakes and and rivers around here. Probably uh, posting signs saying high mercury levels. They're going to find some scam to make sure you cannot feed yourself, but uh, I I am going to defy them. I'm going to do what I want to do anyway, so I don't give a damn, pretty much. Uh, I've got a barter situation with my neighbor next door. He's got chickens and ducks. We, We trade eggs for other things and um it works out well for us right now i'd love to have some chickens i thought about it i had the property i could do it uh we do have a lot of hawks and eagles out here so i gotta figure a way and coyotes to figure a way to keep them safe and not lose what i have but um i'm sure i could probably figure out something on that but uh i started thinking about all these things now that uh, what would happen if we actually lost you know, many of these protein sources that we actually need for our immune systems here to keep our immune system strong. You need, you need protein. You really do an animal protein. Sorry, but you do those vegetarians. I've never met a vegetarian yet that actually looked, appeared to be healthy. Their hair is very fra- uh, frail, brittle. Their nails are. Uh, they, they don't look healthy. Their skin integrity looks poor. Uh, they don't look healthy. And they're getting protein sources, you know, through legumes and things like that, legumes, uh, other ways. But, you know, it's it's um, it, they just don't look healthy. They don't look healthy. They age pretty fast, too. And I started thinking about, well, if we get rid of, uh, you know, the, the beef and the chicken stuff, what's going to happen to Golden Corral? What, what are we going to do? What's going to happen to the cooking channel? What's going to happen to the cookbooks, the cooking magazines? What's going to happen there? I mean... Are they going to turn over, uh, you know, change, reformulate? Now we're going to have what bug buffets? You know, how many different ways can you eat a bug? I don't know. I don't. I don't really don't want to think that way. I, I kind of like my my beef and my chicken, uh, my lamb. I love stuff like that. So I don't know. The bug buffets is that going to really catch on? I think it's not. It's not going to work. You can't force us to eat bugs. You can't force us to to buy electric vehicles. You can't force us to take vaccines we don't want. This government is not waking up to the people. We are not going to abide. We're going to defeat them at some point in time. We're going to defeat them. James, back to you. Yeah, I, well, I, I thought they had that amino acid problem solved in the state of Utah. But uh, let, let's say if you've got all these new beef and chicken places uh, starting up, uh, you can uh, get an independent lab to check the content of the materials they're serving. What do you think of that? Yep. I would do that. I would do that in a heartbeat. In a heartbeat. Yes. As well as your turkey there. Your your point, this is the second year for cheap turkey, am I right? Yeah. It was really weird because we were told the avian bird flu had crossed over to the turkeys. Right. And so right. turkeys should have been really high. I mean, $2, two $3 a, a pound. And uh, then I turned around and we're offering turkeys at 69 cents a pound. It doesn't, it doesn't, match of what the government told us it didn't didn't match right and then i start thinking about the food protein sources that they were going to vaccinate with messenger rna they talked about vaccinating bees they talked about vaccinating everything and since yeah. they're not doing well with getting people to line up anymore to take a, a covid shot they got to figure <laughs> another angle to get it into your system so why not go after what the greatest thing we eat on thanksgiving is turkey everybody eats turkey let's see if we can get a mass dose of this stuff into your system here. We'll do this every year until you find croak. Right. I would advocate that uh, 
for an independent lab, you tend toward the materials engineering labs because they're not so um, uh, jaded by the pharmaceutical industry. <clears throat> yeah, uh, yeah. They would, uh, yeah, they would uh, be able to uh, lead, uh, send you in the right direction for independent yeah. and uh, impartial judgment uh, in terms yeah. of food, you see. So, um, mm-hmm. well, uh, have a good uh, Christmas and New Year. You too. Merry Christmas, John. All right. Well, thanks, Charlie. Now, bye bye. Bye. James. tuned in to the Republic Broadcasting Network. Visit our website by going to republicbroadcasting.org. People often write to tell us what has happened for them since starting Extendivite. Allow me to read a few. In one month, my blood pressure dropped significantly. I no longer get chest pain after exercise. It's amazing, and I ordered my second bottle... The reviews are spot on. My target is to get off BP meds, and if it keeps going like this, I see a light at the end of the tunnel. So far, a great product is what it claims to be. Great product. A few days in, and I could feel a difference for certain. Not checking medical stats yet. I know this is really working by how I feel. We'll continue to take this product. To order, call 1-877-928-8822 or visit Extendivite.com. Dot com. That's X-T-E-N-D-O-V-I-T-E dot com. Extend your life with Extendovite. Homeowners, if your lender has gone out of business or sold your transaction to another lender or servicer, you may be the victim of a wrongful foreclosure resulting in the loss of your home. If you've already lost your home, are in foreclosure, or even in good standing, you can challenge the mortgage transaction's illegal issue and your property can be restored to you, and your foreclosure can be stopped or reversed and the mortgage transaction declared unenforceable. State laws, U.S. title codes, the Uniform Commercial Codes, and U.S. Supreme Court rulings have upheld that defective mortgage documentations can reverse or stop foreclosures and enforce property title claims in favor of the homeowner. We are having successes in stopping the process of foreclosure, the enforcement of the foreclosure judgments, the sale of property, and evictions after the sale. We are not attorneys, and we don't give legal advice. We are a professional team of legal researchers, providing forensic mortgage audits and expert witnesses. We have the knowledge to produce the evidence and enforce laws regarding your legal issues. We've been in business for 12 years without a complaint. Consultations are free, and we provide a free title search to confirm if your mortgage has legal defects. Email Tom at republicbroadcasting.org. T-O-M at republicbroadcasting.org. Are you sick of censorship? TLB Talk is the cure. TLB stands for truth, liberty, and balance. We are the newest and most unique social media platform to hit the internet. We were built out of necessity because Big Tech, Big Pharma, and Big Brother are out of control. The only thing bigger than them is when we the people are united. 
With that vision, TLB Talk was born. Our battlefield is in cyberspace. The battle we're in can be won by clicks of buttons and voting with your wallet. TLB Talk has no hidden agendas, no corporate funding, and we do not sell, trade, or give away any of your information. Our platform runs off of generous donations of members and merchandise profits. So please, check out our site. It's the best around. And be sure to stop by our store. It's loaded with items that'll have you feeling a sense of member pride and victory. Come unite with us today at TLBtalk.com and join the social media revolution. here and let's talk to you scottish john scottish john how you doing all right mate did you get your throat cleared there yeah <laughs> i thought i turned my mic off <clears throat> i thought i turned my mic hey last last week when you called me you had the big frog in your throat and this week i had a little bit of frog in my throat so uh yeah <clears throat> i got out the big the big fur ball the fur ball is gone it's gone <laughs> so what's what's on your mind tonight scottish john what's going on well, you, you're a man with a medical background, yeah? I need to ask you a question here. Sure. Can you, can you tell me what a 200 intermittent urinary catheter with insertion supplies is? Or is that <clears throat> too embarrassing? I, I caught part of a urinary catheter. What kind of ca- catheter are you talking about, though? What are you talking about? Indwelling? I'm the not, indwelling catheter? I have no idea. Have no you're, talking idea. About an indw- you're talking about an indwelling catheter. Urinary catheter, right? This is what this is what the the letter says. Yes, this is something I've got from Medicare. Okay, what they're talking about is anchoring a, a uh, urinary catheter inside your bladder, and you basically carry around a little bag, urinary bag. Okay, so you'd <laughs> you'd think I would know if I had this thing. Yeah. <laughs> well, I don't know. Do you? Is there a need for you to have an indwelling urinary catheter? Is there a need for you? No, but according to this letter, I've had one in July of this year and another one in August, and uh-huh. they've sent me a bill for almost four thousand dollars. <laughs> Got it. Got it. Well, that's interesting. That's interesting. <laughs> yeah. Well, I, I don't know what to say. You know, I I'm kind of I'm kind of at the I'm kind of at the end of my career here. To be honest with you, I'm I'm kind of coming down to the end of my career. And uh, let's just say it was more. I uh, my career was really good 
30 years ago when I didn't have government involvement, meddling and changing things and uh, their involvement on everything, every level. I enjoyed my job much more so. But then uh, within the last 10 years, the government came in and put their, uh, put their hands on everything, charting, you name it, everything you can think of. And uh, the, career, the career, the profession changed. And uh, we do need good medical people in the positions they have. But uh, I honestly cannot tell somebody, blow some sunshine up their hiney, that the career is such a great career now because it really is not. Your hands are really tied. They're tied so much. My hands are tied so much that actually it favors the legal profession, the lawyers, in that if something uh, goes wrong, they're going to go after me, my charting, and say something. Why didn't you catch this? Why didn't you catch this? Well, because I was too busy on the computer doing all your documentation when I used to have it much easier and you've added this and this and this and this. You've added more detail, more thrown on the camel's back here. And now you're taking me away from what my primary duty, which is to care for a patient. And uh, now you're limiting my time with the patient and we're having more problems. This is all common things that these, these are things you should see that are going to happen with pulling you away and adding more other liabilities that you're not actually taking care of the patient anymore. Um, it's not it's not where it used to be, it's, and it's not going to return. If anything, it's going to have more government involvement, and so I can't honestly tell some young person, hey, go into nursing, go into medical, you're going to love it, it's great. You get to help people, you make a decent income, but I guarantee you, you're going to get in there and you're going to say, uh, if the camel keeps moving, throw more on its back, and I've, I've found that to be the case over the last 10 years. Throw more on your back, more responsibility, more, 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 more. And then to a point where you're going, geez, now I'm really open for for uh, for liability. If something goes wrong, a lawyer's just going to love it. But every man has his has his limitations, and uh, they're simply be tossing more more responsibility on your profession, and it's going to put you in a bad situation. Yeah. Let me sh- let me share this with you while I'm on, Steve. Um, sure. At the beginning, the beginning of last month, beginning of November, I don't remember yeah. what prompted me to do this, but I started taking hemp gummies because I was having terrible insomnia. I was yeah. waking up two and three times a night for ages, mm-hmm. and my bed clothes were all over the place. So I started taking these hemp gummies for deep sleep, and after about a week, I realized that I was sleeping like a baby, and I would mm-hmm. wake up in the morning. And my bed clothes looked as if no one had slept there at all. Hmm. And then what I also noticed after a while as well was my blood pressure had dropped because I've suffered from high blood pressure for years. It would mm-hmm. be like up in the high 140s, 150s. I'm now yeah. down to the high 120s, low 130s. Right. So these things are pretty remarkable. <clears throat> Well, I got no answers for you unless I did a head-to-toe assessment on you. <laughs> you want to fly out to Central, fly out to Central Florida, and take a look at you. What do you think? I can't. I've got. I've got to pay four thousand dollars for something. That <laughs> well, I, I, they, they may have got you confused with somebody else, John. It I, I've seen. Like I've seen that happen yeah. before. They sent the letter to the wrong person. Yeah. So. That's <laughs> All right. I'll let you go, Steve. Thanks a lot, man. You got it, man. You got it. Let's talk about uh, what's going on in college campuses here with the protests supporting Palestine, supporting Palestinians, 
not supporting Hamas. Of course, the mainstream media will tell you the opposite, that those on college campuses are supporting terrorists, Hamas. That's not the truth. I finally found somebody, at least on the mainstream media, talking about this issue here. And now it's funny that they're actually pointing a finger of blame. Guess what? They're pointing a blame to a system they wanted in place called DEI, Diversity, Equity, Inclusion. They're now saying that maybe their DEI standards brought in the wrong kind of people to this, uh, to this uh, institution of higher learning. And now they have these problems with these people they don't want there now. They're going to try to find ways to get rid of them. I'm sure their FBI are taking their little video and know who these people are now. There will be a punishment to fit the crime of supporting Hamas, even though you said, I'm not supporting Hamas, I am supporting the Palestinian people. But uh, again, the same tactics that are used on Donald Trump will be used on these people also, just as they were used also on the January 6th protesters. Um, there's no rule of law here. We'll simply say, this is what your intention is, and it'll stick, even though you've never said, I support Hamas. You don't. You support the Palestinian people, the people in Gaza that are losing their homeland and soon to be nothing more than rubble, hauled off by bulldozers and dump trucks and everything else, and probably Jewish settlements will be built there. So, again, this is what happens in war. To the victor belong the spoils. The Gazan people, the Palestinian people lose. Let's go back to the uh, phone here again. We got a call back from James in Vancouver. Welcome back, James. Uh, yeah, uh, sorry to, uh, I forgot to mention, if you're still into your winemaking skills there, you could use that to barter for a lot of goodies. What do you think? What, what, kind, of, what kind of water? You're making, uh, you make wine, am I right? That's great yeah, for barter. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, you know, that's absolutely true, and I, and I make beer, too. I make yeah, beer yeah. too, well, also and wine. So yeah, that's yeah. that's actually a great point. Yes, I could use that as barter. I could. Yes. Well, I, Which is interesting, I, I, though, James, yeah. is that those industries, the wine, not necessarily the wine industry, because the high end wine industry is getting hurt really hard now, and even cheap budget wine. Um, but hard alcohol, something that gives yeah. you a buzz, is doing really well right now. Which makes right. you question. Makes you question. The, the psychology of what's going on in America right now, that people are having a hard time dealing with the stresses of their lives, their jobs, right. everything else is being right. thrown at them, and that they, they simply dive into uh, substance abuse, whether it's drugs or it's, it's alcohol. Alcohol industry is doing great right now. It's doing great. When I first really, went to China 40-some years ago, if a guy had an unopened bottle of Johnny Walker Black Label, it was worth a fortune. Yeah, I remember that. How many different labels they have? They have red. Yeah. They have red. They have black. How many labels they have? Nobody in Scotland drinks red label. That's all for. That's all for. Is that, that's that's the garbage stuff, huh? <laughs> mm-hmm. The stuff that's they're sent that's sent to Scotland, America. Drinking, Got it. Yeah. In, yeah, in Scotland they're drinking something uh, akin to gold label, right? Uh, the, the black yeah. label is not the highest. You have gold, and then you have blue label. Yeah. And there's a green label on the Johnny Walker side. But yeah. Johnny Walker is not a pure malt. It's not a mixed blend of, sco uh, of scotch. But yeah. um, anyway, um, I just wanted to say that uh, you're right about uh, the, uh, the hard liquor having mm -hmm. more uh, 
more appeal. And uh, what you got to do is get yourself some good <clears throat> copper utensils, silver solder, and you're in business. So. Yeah, I can make I'll my own still. I, I know how to do it. I know exactly yeah. how to do it. I got all the yeah. equipment. Yeah. You, you know, it's funny is that I got this huge, I got blue agave plant all over my property. And I have one out in my front yard there, and it's over seven foot tall. This is the one that I didn't treat with respect. And when I cut off the big blades of the agave plant, because they're huge, the sap oh, got yeah. all over my legs, and I didn't realize it was an that. irritant. Now, if I could figure out yeah, how to take yeah. those things off, and process right. those and distill them, I could make my own tequila. Yes, exactly, exactly. Make my own tequila. Way to go, yeah. Yeah, because <laughs> you're in Florida there. That's tequila yeah. country. But thanks again yeah. for taking my call. I'll talk to you soon. You got it, James. Hey, Merry Christmas to you, James. Appreciate it. Thanks. Yeah, yeah. Right. You got it. Yeah, next weekend I will not be here, so uh, Merry Christmas to everybody. I will be here on the 31st for a New Year's Eve show. Looks like quite a few of us are going to be doing a show. Except uh, there's going to be a roundtable, evidently. I'm, so I'm sliding over an extra hour back uh, that uh, will allow the roundtable of four or five people that will be taking part of my slot. So I will be on on the 31st from 8 to 10 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. That's 8 to 10 Eastern Standard Time. So uh, instead of 7, I'll be there at 8 Eastern Standard Time for a two-hour show. So I will be here for the last day of the you're broadcasting, and I actually, I think I threw it out to you about a week ago. I kind of want to do a prediction show. I want to find out what's on your mind and what you might predict. What's uh, what's in for us in 2024? I, I like to know what you, where you're thinking, what's going on there. Uh, I have my own ideas. I'll share those with you also. But uh, I think it might be fun to uh, to go A to Z on all the topics we want to talk about. I'll bring a, a set of stuff, uh, you know, topics to talk about in the event that we just don't get the participation I want. But I would like to hear from you uh, the end of the year predictions, what you what you think might happen. And uh, we can debate those issues also. be a lot of fun. I kind of think about uh, doing that uh, for a while, and I haven't done it. So I didn't do it last year. This year we'll do it. Let's talk about the 12,000 illegal immigrants. Uh, I'm not calling them migrants. I know that's what everybody else likes to call them in the mainstream media. But we're greater than 12,000 Illegals crossed over our border last Tuesday. Last Tuesday. Um, the question I have watching the video footage on this stuff here is the African migrants, the African illegals coming over, lining up in Texas, overwhelming the border agents. The question is, who's paying the airfare? Who's paying the airfare to get those people from Africa here to the United States? You got to find out who the uh, who the person, who that key person is, or maybe there's several people behind the agenda who are paying the bills to ship people here and there. That can't be too hard to find. It should be easy to find out who's paying the bills to get the migrants to Texas to cross over. Something easy to find out. As of September, a record number of 260,000 people crossed over. 260,000. In 2022, Biden had the highest numbers at 2.4 million. That's what they're admitting, 2.4 million. We could probably multiply that times two. Um, like I said, who's paying the airfare for those Africans to get them? Is it George Soros? Is it Bill Gates? Is it uh, a couple others? I mean, somebody from World Economic Forum. But uh, there's definitely a uh, a trail somewhere there, a trail to find. And we have definitely increased our risk of terrorism threat 
big time now that we've just allowed people to come in. Like I said, I predicted uh, in the next six months, in the next six months, we will have a significant attack, not in just one major city, but several major cities, and uh, probably a high enough magnitude that will probably probably uh, stop. We will not have the 2024 presidential election. Elections will be canceled, and I would not be surprised if also another virus strain that would be released also at the same time. And maybe they'll capitalize also on this white lung. Have you, have you noticed they stopped, drop, they stopped talking about white lung disease in China and white lung, even though they supposedly have more cases than we have. We have some, but it's simply a pneumonia. White lung is pneumonia. So we should not call it anything other than pneumonia. Call it just that, pneumonia. So we'll see. Um, again, the uh, DEI evidently is is biting the the liberals on the the rear end there that they've brought in the wrong kind of people using their systems of dei diversity inclusion uh, diversity equity inclusion uh they brought the wrong people in. now those people are the protesters and we have to get rid of them somehow so something that didn't uh was supposed to work and be fair and honest and balanced uh has not worked for the liberals so i'm happy for that one but again Twisting their words to say that they're supporting Hamas is is not the, the truth. Uh, supporting the people of Palestine and Gaza uh, is the situation we're looking at here. Twisting the words, it's not going to make it. It's just not going to work with me. Uh, a text I got the other day, and this is this is interesting because it's a true fact, factual statement. For 100 years, no racism. Then you get Obama in office, and now we have racism. Of course, Kamala Harris took it a little step further. It's even worse than just racism. It's systemic racism systemic racism and of course now we have since october 7th we have systemic anti-semitism uh numbers of uh 387 percent increase i don't know how they get these numbers common core math multiplied times 10 with a power of five i don't know how they get these numbers but uh now they're saying 387 to 400% increase in anti-Semitism in this country. I don't see it. I've talked to a lot of people. I have never heard anybody say they hate Jews. They want to hurt Jews. I've never heard anybody say these things. Um, again, these are these are numbers, percentages that are pulled out of somebody's derriere, uh, a dark, dark, deep, dark, stinky orifice, and uh, they have no bearing and no credibility whatsoever. 387 to 400% increase in anti-Semitism in this country, and I can't see it. I can't see it anywhere. Let's go back to the phones. Let's talk to Charlie in Florida. Welcome, Charlie. Hey, Steve. How you doing? Pretty good. What's going on with you? Well, I thought I'd call. I, didn't, I missed the first part of your show, so I, I got to apologize if you already covered this. I missed, like, the first 30 minutes. Okay. Uh, you, did you know that Congress has passed a law saying that they uh, are no one that will take an act of Congress to stop uh, NATO? from funding NATO. Yeah, since we're the primary funder of NATO, I could believe that. If you think about it, Charlie, um, if we were allowed to have access to this information, wouldn't you like to know how many people in Congress are vested in military? The military-industrial complex? Wouldn't you like to know that? Yeah, I'd say all of them, just about, yeah. I would think everybody's vested in some way. So what, what? NATO was what? Military. And uh, that's profit. That's money in the bank. It's a it's a it's a win win situation to be vested in the military industrial complex because we're always going to be drumming up conflicts and wars. 
or threats of war. So therefore, we have to have the, the military hardware. So these politicians are screwing us because they're all vested in an industry that's, re- that's rewarding them. Well, it's worse than that, though, Steve. Okay, here, I see this as uh, clear. First of all, I see it as two, uh, two things. Okay. I think it, it, they're telling Donald Trump that he's, you know, if he's elected president, he's not going to be able to defund NATO, which would probably end the war over there in Ukraine. Okay, so now they're not going to be able to fund Ukraine because the American people have spoken out about it. I think enough people have complained about it to the Congress that they know this is a hot topic and they don't want to touch it. So they don't want to stop the funding to Ukraine exactly, but they're going to fund it to NATO. And the way I see this is it's a clear provocation against Russia Uh uh because it was because of NATO, that they went into the war over there in the, one of the reasons over there in the first place. Yeah. They broke the... Well, or the threat, or the threat of NATO moving into Ukraine. Yeah, yeah, it was. Yeah, exactly. So I can see this as being a prelude to World War Three. really. You know, it's, that's uh, a great, I mean, that's a great perspective. see what happens. Well, that's but, a, that's a yeah, pretty good perspective. I mean, that's a good perspective. I didn't think about how they could channel the money... Uh, and fool everybody to say, well, we're not funding Ukraine anymore, but we, we're funding. We simply ch- funnel it or channel it through NATO, and NATO channels it to Ukraine. Uh, it's the same thing as handing it over to Ukraine. So that's a that's a pretty slick move. That's actually something they could do. Yeah, and and see, they're making it to where if Donald Trump gets elected, he won't be able to stop it because uh, I think that's how Donald Trump would have stopped the war. Over there in Ukraine, would he would just defund NATO, right? And that would probably do it, you know, because we're well, paying him mostly. Yeah, NATO. here's a and question. He, that I, was an I, issue I know is when he was in office, remember? Yeah, yeah, and I know, I know, presidents can sign executive orders, and uh, they they always go through. I, I haven't seen a, an executive order blocked and stopped yet, but uh, under emergency orders. But could um, is it possible Donald Trump could actually? Write an executive order to defund and stop payment to excuse me to uh, no to NATO? That's, that's why they're passing this law. Oh. They're saying that this this law is saying that it will take Congress has to have a congressional approval to mm-hmm. defund NATO from now on. Well, you know, executive orders override laws. Executive orders can override a law. You make an excellent point. I think the reason why they're doing it is that to yeah. keep him from defunding NATO, though. We'll see. I don't know the ins and outs on the legalities of that, though. You're right. I don't know. I, I would think an executive order, if it's emergency, you, I mean, it's. I mean, typically to declare war, you have to go to Congress and get the approval of Congress to declare war on somebody. But then we see presidents who, who launch basically wars, small wars. They call them conflicts, so they don't have to go to Congress and declare war and ask for permission or, or vote on war. Uh, simply phrase it in a way that it's a, it's an emergency. We have to stop this, and it's a solution to the problem. And uh, but you're right. We could actually they actually could funnel the money through through to NATO and NATO funnel it over to Ukraine. That's definitely a possibility. Never thought of that one. Or we have outright. Oh, conflict between. And remember, Biden said something about we're having troops over there, yeah. our own troops over there, right? So, yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah. So, or they're thinking about expanding NATO and, and actually 
making them NATO the fighting force against uh, Russia over there. See, yeah, that's what I think I see happening. Uh, it, it, NATO's if NATO takes over this war, we're we're cooked, man. I mean, it's it's a bad bad scenario. If yeah, it'll be interesting it, how how Russia would handle that. It's it'll be interesting how Russia would handle that. Well. It was the encroachment of NATO that was one of the major reasons why they got into the war in the first place. Yeah, you're right. You're right. Hey, that completes the show. Thank you very much, Charlie, for the call. That completes our show this evening. Thank you for your calls. A small number of calls tonight, but that's all right. It's the holidays. I know people are out and about. Health happens and safe travels. We will talk again. Good night and Merry Christmas to you. I'll see you on the 31st for another show. Take care. Black Hawk Coffee, and I started uh, Black Hawk because I really love coffee. I've always loved coffee, and after traveling so much to Europe, South America, and trying so many different coffees that were so good, and uh, every time I came back uh, to the U.S., I was so disappointed with the coffee, so I figured that I had to do something about it. The biggest difference is really is on the beans and the roasting process, how we roast it and how fresh it is. The fresher the roast, the better the quality. Here I have like all, all of the coffee. It's roasted within one to two days prior to being shipped. So it literally gets to consumer's house within three to five days after being roasted. If you like coffee, you have to try ours. It's fresh roasted. It's one of the best beans that we can get, and you will definitely see the difference. Visit blackoutcoffee.com and use the coupon code REPUB10. That's REPUB10. You're listening to the Republic Broadcasting Network. Because you can handle.